Welcome to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast with your host, Audrey McLaughlin. Hey friends, welcome to episode 019 of the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Christy McLaughlin. Today we're talking about equine ulcer checkpoints. Equine ulcer checkpoints. Now, you would be surprised to learn that uh, about 75% of horses that have symptoms have ulcers, right? It's a really, really common problem and something I'm quite passionate about because uh, it runs really parallel to um, a condition in humans that, you know, the, the medication's even the same. It's just a stronger dose. <laughs> Some of the symptoms of having ulcers may not even register as could it be ulcers. So um, chronic colic symptoms, are often ulcers, sensitive skin, aggressive behavior, uh, a dull coat. So if your your horse isn't getting shiny, then that is a is a indicator that there could be some ulcer issues. Girthiness. I think that's a pretty common issue that most of us know that when you go to cinch up a horse, if they're girthy, if they get upset by that, then that's a pretty good indicator that there is something going on that um, could be ulcers, right? Uh, not wanting to move forward uh, and not wanting to engage their core. And when they're not wanting to engage their core, it is the initial slow decline of the physical biomechanics of the horse, right? That uh, it starts with something as simple as ulcers. Now, I like to say about 75% of horses suffer from ulcers, but the truth is the studies show that it's about 50 to 90% of horses. Okay. Now, conventional treatment is to scope them. And I'm not saying to disregard your veterinarian. And this is by no means the a, uh, substitute for professional veterinary advice. Okay. What I am saying is that we have to get to the root cause to truly heal the issue. And often, just defaulting to the general course of treatment, which is a scope, and then medication, and then a longer term medication, a treatment can last anywhere from 10 days to three months, sometimes even longer. That comes with tons and tons of side effects, okay? It um, comes with a big rebound in gastric acidity. Uh, it comes with increased fracture risk. It changes the horse's microbiome, which just like humans is critical to all the functions of the horse. And it can um, interact with other medications and other issues. So what I, what I want you to learn today is three points to check for ulcers. And then at the end of this, I have an invitation for you to join me for an ulcer workshop where we can dive really much further in depth and you'll have an opportunity to do um, Q&A as well. All right. So here's how you check. <laughs> and again, I'm not against scoping, but I want to give you some tools to try first, to try before we go to those more, um, those larger measures that have more side effects, more unintended consequences, as sometimes I like to call them. So there's three main points to check for um, ulcers, check for gastric ulcers. And with these, these three points are acupressure points. So 
if you recall some from some previous episodes, the way you start or you check you, uh, the tenderness of an area is you're going to start by gently touching the horse and stroking the target area of the palm of your hand. Okay, so you're going to start gently touching the horse and stroking the target area with the palm of your hand. Before you even do that, I want you to use that free download that I gave you, how to activate your horse's self-healing. It will make this process a lot more pure and a lot easier. Um, But the reason why you're stroking the target area with the palm of your hand is so that you don't misjudge a startle or a surprise by you touching of you touching the horse as a false positive response. Okay. So the first point you're going to palpate is called pericardium one. And this point is located right where the girth sits. It's on the rib cage just below, or excuse me, just behind the front leg at the level of the elbow. Okay. I like to just take my thumb and gently push, wiggle, wiggle, push, wiggle, wiggle, and watch for a reaction. Okay. The second point, uh, and this reaction, the reactions we're talking about here, they're going to be much more direct than other actions we've talked about with some of the more subtle energy work. Subtle energy reactions are often blinking and yawning and stretching. Um, This is going to be a, shouldn't be a violent reaction, although it could be, so be prepared. Uh, If I'm teaching this live, I usually have people hold their left arm up so that if the horse decides to strike back, it gets your arm and not, say, your face. Um, but it, generally, it's not a violent response to this sort of assessment. So you're just going to push, wiggle, wiggle, push, wiggle, wiggle, and assess for a response. Okay? The second point to check is in the middle of the sternum, and it's just behind the front leg. So if you were to take your hand and put it touching the front legs on the sternum, um, and then this is going to be just on the other side of that, Okay? Uh, it's about a hand's width away. And that's the second point. And it's CV 17 is the point. If you have an acupressure book, um, that's the point for that. And then the third point for palpation is bladder 42. And this point is where the scapula makes contact with the back. Some of the most severe cases will also have um, some soreness that you can palpate where the withers joins into the back. Now, this palpation at this point can be a lot of different things. So you want to look at it as a as a whole picture. Do they have these other points? And are they tender here? Now, again, there are some limitations to scoping a horse. And it's not that I am anti scoping a horse, but there are risks of the medication, the omniprazole. There are risks of the scope. And so I always, for myself personally, and always recommend to clients, like if this was my horse, I would err on the side of caution, right? I try to treat holistically first when it allows, and then move towards scoping and heavier treatments and medications if needed. Also, it's a lot less expensive to try these holistic methods um, prior to exploring these conventional veterinarian medicines, okay? So, what do you do about it? Well, there are all sorts of herbs you can research on the internet that provide uh, soothing and healing to the digestive tract, including and certainly not limited to ulcers. Okay, I have a tried and true ulcer tea method, and I am sharing it along with all of the research, 
all of the techniques, all of the energy work and holistic herbal things, homeopathic things that you can do to help rebalance your horse's body from ulcers in my really, <laughs> really my first ever official workshop since starting this podcast, right? Uh, and the pot, the workshop is equine ulcers, holistic management. We are going to have this class live online because I have people all over the world that are listening um, on Tuesday, April 19th at 1130 a.m. Central Time. If you can't make it at that time, don't worry. Register anyways. You'll get uh, lifetime access to the recordings and the handouts. But we're going to talk about what signs your horse is displaying that may point to an ulcer issue. We're going to do that much more in depth than what I can cover in a podcast episode. We're going to talk about the acupressure points to assess ulcers, how to use them, and what exactly equals a positive sign because there are some nuances to that. We're going to talk about the causes of ulcers, how to prevent them, or how to prevent reoccurrence. And it's not putting them on ulcer guard for three, six, 12 months, right? We're going to talk about why you may want to avoid the standard ulcer treatment. So I'll go much more in depth on what science tells us about the side effects of ulcer medication and scoping. Um, You will get my ulcer tea recipe. You're actually going to get two different tea recipes because ingredients can be hard to find. And I know that... um, (laughs) between the two, you'll be able to find exactly what you need, no matter where on Mama Earth you live. We're going to talk about energy medicine and nutrition to improve digestion. And then we'll have a Q&A to get any additional questions answered. So you can find all of that information at equineenergymed.com. Simply click on events um, and it'll pull it right up for you. And I really, really hope to see you there. But for now, if you're coming to this workshop or not, do your pre-work. Use these uh, acupressure points to check and see, could your horse's behavior problems, aggression, girthiness, all of these things be related to ulcers? Could it be? doesn't hurt to ask. The worst thing you can do is not try, right? All right. So take this information. I hope to see you at the workshop. Again, you can find that at equineenergymed.com events and um, click on events at the top and it'll take you to a page where you can register. And I hope to see you there. Until next time, friends. Thanks for listening to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated. We'll catch you in the next episode.